Hello, and welcome to another nice episode of We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts, Donald Weigel, and I have lost about 100 pounds. About. And with me, as always, is... Catherine Weigel, and I am his wife, and I think it must be nice that you lost 100 pounds. <laughs> and the last time I checked, I have lost about 150 pounds, which also Whoa, must, must be, be nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're here to talk about nice things. Yeah, and uh, but- I regret not having gained 50 more pounds so that I could also <laughs> lose 150 pounds. Yeah, first. I'm going to say don't. Oh, don't I've, do that? I've done that, That's and I'm going to say smart, no. Not a smart strategy. Well, it's weird, too, because I, on this last time, Joan Venture, yeah. um, I lost 100 pounds. But before that, I had lost... 50 pounds. So I've technically lost 150 pounds, yeah. but I did it in a couple of chunks. So yeah. I think I sometimes confuse people when I, I'm like, I've lost 100 pounds. I've lost 150 pounds. Um, if we add it all up, I've lost 4,000 pounds probably. 4,000 pounds. But that seems a Must li- be nice. That, that sounds a little <laughs> braggadocious. So... Um, but nice is such a like boring word. Like in like a, a nice episode must be nice. But what if we use this episode is nice and it must be nice. But what if it was like commendable oh, or lovely or a commendable episode or, must be commendable. Yeah, or ingratiating. Your, like must be ingratiating. No one says that. Your catchphrase wouldn't be as as uh, clever and and sought after. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when we started this, I actually was thinking like what our catchphrase would be because there are other podcasts that have like, yeah. you know, uh, they're the thing that they say. And I was like, what is it going to be? Like, does it just happen organically or do we and have to did. force it? Yeah. And I never thought must be nice would be And our... it's not our podcast catchphrase. It's your catchphrase. It's my catchphrase. Although you, you stop saying it in the Borat voice most of the time. Well, I don't know. It's like when my grandmother... I remember I was at a funeral. Must with, be nice. I was at a funeral with my grandmother. My wife. Uh, I was at a funeral with my grandmother, and she said, "Kathy's funny. Kathy, say something funny. Say something funny at <laughs> a funeral. It, it was at a funeral, and I was horrified. And I was like, I, I, it, it doesn't just turn, happen. You gotta. Yeah. It's gotta be. Organic. That's what grandmas do." Uh, it was very uncomfortable. Uh, so when you say, like, say in the Borat voice, like, I'm never going to do that again. I might. <laughs> we'll see. This episode has yet to unfold. We don't know what's going to happen. I'll take over saying it in the Borat so voice, although might, I'm not as good at it. It might happen. So, so it, we're going to talk about uh, envy and jealousy. What color and, is that? And believing it's green. Uh, envy it's is green. So, sometimes called the green-eyed monster. Uh, sometimes uh, people refer to the grass being greener on the other side of the fence. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that kale and how is, it relates to weight loss. Kale is green. Kale must is be green. Kale. Must be broccoli. <laughs> that doesn't really sound very good. No. Vegetables aren't must funny. Must be broccoli. Yeah, I'm trying to do the Vegetables Borat voice. Vegetables are not funny. Failing. Um, but first, how are, I, I, I'm going to throw this at you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Real good. It's uh, it's actually Memorial Day. I'll let you behind the curtain. This isn't going to be posted for a couple it, of weeks. This is a but... red, white, and blue, and green episode. Yes, exactly. Uh, but we are uh, recording it on Memorial Day, and so it's a Monday, and I'm not at work, so that's so that, a good thing. That must be nice for all yeah. of our listeners in other parts of the world. Must be nice to have the day off. I know you get your other days off, uh, and today is our day. We're yeah. taking it. We're memorializing it, and it's green, and it's blue. And it's white. And How are you doing? Red all over. How are you doing? Were you trying oh, to set me up? That's a newspaper. 
I stepped all over your joke. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Um, were you setting me up to ask you how you're, you're doing? You're always welcome to ask me how I'm doing. How are you doing, darling? You know, funny, you should ask. <laughs> um, I'm actually doing very well today. Um, I could not say the same for last week. Yeah. I uh, was really falling apart last week. I um, had a couple of depre- But you seem perfect. Must be nice. Yeah, I'm not. must be nice. You've lost 150 pounds. You have it all together, don't you? No, you know, it. Uh, it is actually very difficult letting you behind the iron curtain or the <laughs> green grass fence um it's it's more like beads like those beaded curtains uh, from ew, the 70s nobody likes those that hit you in the face i know no one likes them but that's the kind of it reminds me of when, when greg brady like got to live in the attic and then he got that oh cool, yeah like, he was like the lucky kid who got yeah, to he go got up his and own room in the he attic was so groovy wait what yeah. was the name of didn't he become like an independent singer at one point and he like it was like Johnny Fairplay oh, or man. sure Johnny Fairplay. No, no, I do no. not remember. He he got like a singing contract and he was like losing touch with the family and for some reason there David are people Jones listening to this who are screaming the right answer. <laughs> you know and what? We don't know what it is. We thank you for bringing it up because re- we don't we know what it is. Really enjoy misquoting things. We enjoy not having all the facts. We enjoy not knowing who starred in Sleeping with the Enemy. Um, so if you know what uh, singing sensation... You know, we posted that episode and I still didn't look up who was in Sleeping with the Enemy. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Nobody cares. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'll I'll get back to it. Johnny Bravo. Johnny, his name was Johnny Bravo? Yeah, Yay! Johnny Bravo. Look at us. Living the dream and making it happen. Johnny Fairplay was on Survivor. Yeah, no, I I stalled. Catherine stalled long enough so I could uh, look it up on my phone. Wait, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Must Be Nice and yeah. Greg Brady. Um, I suffer from depression. Like, it is actual and it is real. And I also suffer from her depression. He does, but I... <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. I um, There are times when we can't record a podcast because I am not in the headspace to do it. And I know that uh, we we have done 70 plus episodes and we've made it happen. Uh, but there are times when I just, I can't record because I do not feel inspiring and uh, and I don't feel capable of inspiring others. You're always inspiring to me, darling. Thanks. But, uh, but being honest about it, uh, we have an accountability group and I opened up about my struggles and it feels very vulnerable because here we are, we have a podcast. Everything must be great. We've lost the weight. What's there to be sad about? And we're going to talk about that a little bit more, but... Um, I was doing really poorly last week and uh, eating all the food to to make up for it. But I'm feeling yesterday I was great, uh, stayed on track. Today, so far, I'm on track. We got lots of food in the house. So uh, I'm riding the wave of not depression as long as I can take it. So yeah, and it's, we're, uh, uh, we're doing a secret surprise podcast right now because uh... – it's Catherine's feeling good and yeah, to do it. But it, like it it's I I have never landed a rocket uh through NASA. But I <laughs> Really you haven't? No, but there This is a surprise. No, but like they're like they have windows of time where they can land shuttles and, and yeah, launch yeah, shuttles. Yeah. And I never really understood like you just do it, you're in outer space. Uh but knowing that my depression is much like a rocket going into outer space, I ha we have to time the podcast well. So this morning we got up and I was like, Okay, we got a podcast. Like we gotta do it before uh my depression sets in. So Yeah, which uh, kind of leads uh to our tip of the week. Tow! Tow! Oh, we're done talking about me. <laughs> and, and later on, we will have a product of the week. Pow! Pow! But our, uh, but, but yeah, so uh, we'll talk about the tip of the week. So I'm doing fine today. Right. To finish that up, we're going to the tip of the week. Uh, I didn't realize you had more to say. Please continue. <laughs> 
Ooh, must be nice over there. You know, you're wearing a uh, a uh, we a shirt you got at the Kennedy Space Center, which is about a uh, about going to Mars going too. To Mars. And you're talking about landing rockets. It's all coming it's together. It's All coming together. We're we know just enough to uh, to sound smart, like Mr. Spacely from uh, the Jetsons. So, our tip of the week has to do. Are we doing tip of the week? We're doing the tip of the week. We can <laughs> tip of the, the week to you. Tip of the week to you. Tow. It has to do with the color green. It has to do with the color green. It has to do with eating and uh, frogs. And what we're going to do is talk about how many calories are in frog and how much they, what, where that's they not They taste it. like chicken calories. So, uh, it, again. What is the tip of the week, Donald? I feel uh, it, the tip of the week is to eat the frog first. Um, and what does that mean? And uh, what that means is that uh, Mark Twain, I, it was Mark Twain, right? He didn't actually say it. Oh, but he didn't say he, it? He, let's just say it was Mark Twain. Let's just say it was Mark Twain. Okay, so legend has it. Legend. That somebody who may or may not have been Mark Twain <laughs> said, uh, when you have a bunch of, you know, horrible tasks to do, basically, eat the frog first. If one of your, your tasks is to eat a frog, you eat a frog in the morning first, and then the rest of your day doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, I am a, a pro in procrastination, or I put the pro <laughs> in procrastination, and we do it at work. We do it at home. We do it with tasks that we don't want to uh, to achieve. It builds a lot of uh, anxiety to avoid a task. Oh my god, uh, it takes me like two hours to like put our taxes together, and yet I put it off until like early April every year and I like what is my problem I just can't even so there is anxiety that comes with putting off a daunting task and a lot of times it is the the worry about the task that is actually worse than the task itself maybe we can do a whole episode on procrastination but uh, one of my words of the year or phrases of the year was eat the frog first so if I have a difficult phone call to make with a client if I have a form to fill out that I'm dreading Doing that first thing in the day, getting it taken care of, uh, getting the blood work done, getting the uh, the shot done, uh, calling the doctor back, uh, cleaning out the cupboard, doing it first thing in the morning before you have time to build up that uh, worry in the daytime is very important. So it is known as eating the frog first because if that's if if you get that out of the way, the rest of the day is a breeze. Um, it also ties into uh, your day at work uh, if you uh, or any part of the day. Getting the hard stuff done early uh, when you have more energy is yeah. great. And then in the afternoon, you can do filing, you and can organize email. There's a book email. by a gentleman named Brian Tracy, which I've been meaning to read for a very long time, called Eat the Frog First, but I have not actually read it. But uh, Is it just a picture book where it just says, eat the frog first, boom, yeah. done? You just pay $12 Get for a board book? Get your difficult task out of the way first. Um, and I really... Have been meaning to read it for a long time, and uh, maybe this will spur he's me to do it. He's not eating that frog. Yeah. It's ironic that he's <laughs> avoiding eating a frog book. So, uh, so yeah, so think about ways in your life that you might be able to just, before you can... Yeah, so I've applied that a lot at work. I apply it with my exercise. Like, I try and get the the hard part of the day done early, and then the rest of the day doesn't seem so bad. I actually hate doing those up, up, down, down blogilates yeah. things. And uh, so at, that's actually, it's last on the list of the things to do, and I do it first because I can do a crunch. Crunch is easy. Crunch yeah. is good for me. But the up, up, down, downs, I dread them, so I get them done first. So that's I kind of my... do, do it with eating almost, too. I eat the thing I, I want the least first. 
I actually do. Like he does. He eats like the crust of things, things first. on my plate, I'll eat the, the least desirable thing first. That way I only have like tastier food to look forward to. You know what? I should pay closer attention to that because if I make dinner and then whatever you're eating first, I know is what you don't actually want. I'd <laughs> be like, he doesn't like my stroganoff. Uh, it's not that I don't I'm gonna like it. I'm going to put frogs in it next not that time. I don't like it. But like I'll I'll like sort of make myself eat my carrot sticks first, you know, w- it, with the lunch that I pack because that's the, you know, the least desirable thing. And I like carrot sticks, but it's not like I'm like, oh, man, can't wait to get those carrot sticks. No, nobody is that excited about carrot sticks. Because I found like if I eat the tastier thing first, then a lot of times I'm like, ah, I don't want those carrot sticks now. And then I just don't eat them, you know. But if I sort of make myself eat them first, then it fills me up and I haven't, you know, then packed them only to not eat them. So the tip of the week is eat the frog carrot first. Right. That's exactly right. Carrot-shaped frog first. It is. So uh, tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. Tau. Tau. I think that's all the time we have for in this podcast. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Seriously. That's the longest intro of all time. Um, But now we're going to talk about must-be-nice-itis. The doctor is in. The doctor we are is in. we are WebMD for your must be nice itis. So, Catherine, what is it that you say when your coworker uh, gets up and runs five miles before work every day? Must be nice. I've actually said that, Donald. What do you do when uh, your best friend buys a brand new Tesla? I say must be nice. Uh, what do you say when somebody tells you that they've meal prepped for the whole week? Must be nice. What do you say when you find out that your uh, your friend has a, a timeshare that they're going to in Tahiti? I say, must be nice. And what do you say when uh, somebody tells you that they've lost two pounds this week? Wow, that must be nice. Oh, I'm, you really I'm, sold it. I really sold it. Uh, and what do you do when you find out that, that somebody else you know has a podcast? Uh, I say that is very successful. Oh, very very successful. successful. I say must be nice. Yeah, I mean, look, our podcast does fine, but yeah, no, it's good. (laughs) No, we're very happy. We we would love to have more listeners. So if you know somebody out there who might like this podcast, we would like to be sponsored by Triscuits. We would like to be sponsored by uh by True Love Bras or no Third Love Bras. I don't even know who the sponsor is. I don't wear bras, so you'll have to tell me. So. We, uh, I spent 41 solid years, uh, must be nice-itising my way uh, through life. And I didn't even know it was a condition I had. I would see other people who, like, seemingly ate whatever they wanted, and I would say, boy, that must be nice. And I wasn't looking at at myself at what I was doing. Uh, People who appeared to be at a goal weight, people who appeared to always be thin, people who appeared to have so much more free time than me, and I would just say, must be nice, must be nice, and I didn't even realize that I was doing it. Yeah, so uh, you get, you have a friend at work who gets a promotion, you have someone you know who gets their master's degree, someone who works from home, uh, someone who you find out they just bought a house, and how can they afford a house? We've got the same job, what are they doing? Yeah. And we, we stand still while other people are taking action. And we just think that it is some miracle that people have made something happen. And it breeds jealousy and resentment. And the diagnosis was must be nice-itis, and my medicine was eating all the food. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I used food to cope with someone else's success. Emotional eating has been huge in my life. And um I acknowledging it and realizing that I was doing it was a a big step in the right direction. And 
I used to eat and swallow my feelings all the time. <laughs> and by feelings, he means uh, mac and cheese. <laughs> Those were his feelings. Exactly. I actually, it's very funny. Uh, Donald and I took notes for this episode, and we were going through our notes at the same time. Donald, should we at the same time say the same thing that we both wrote down at the same time? Sure. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. There, there is isn't not a, a finite, finite amount of success in the world. world. We literally <laughs> both wrote that down. Yeah, okay. that was the Here, you so, say it, you say it so that so it wasn't echoey. There isn't a finite amount of success in the world, meaning that, you know, if somebody else is successful with weight loss or with anything, that doesn't mean that we can't also be successful. Um the fact that your your good friend, your coworker, your spouse, your other loved one has achieved their weight loss goal does not mean that you can't do it. Um, and it can actually even be inspiring to to show you that it can be done, that if that person who may be in similar circumstances to you can do it, then you can too. Well, and I, th- I think too, and this has actually happened when we were, if you go back and listen to the episodes, we were um, interviewing Kate last year. Um, she was uh, someone who had lost a bunch of weight who had gained some back and we were interviewing her if you haven't listened to those episodes. And um, someone I know actually listened to one of the episodes where Kate talked about, you know, she was down five pounds or something like that. And someone I know was like, I I heard that episode and heard her success and now I just feel like it's too late for me. Like, she, like why did she have a great week and I didn't? And yeah. as though that there there is only a certain amount of ambition or action that can be taken in the world. So it can really work both ways. Like, yeah, it's not like there's some imaginary pool of success and that, you know, that some people like suck up all the all of the success and then you don't get any. Like it it can't there is enough to go around it's not speaking of pools do we want to talk about michael phelps right now sure you go right ahead so speaking of pools and sucking up pool success (laughs) (laughs) um wow you might know michael phelps was an olympian and and a champion and uh champion champion (laughs) and he uh i didn't watch the olympics but word on the street is that he won them (laughs) um but there's a there's a famous picture of michael phelps swimming uh in his lane and he is eye of the tiger focused on uh on the pool's edge and his competitor right next to him who's only like a millimeter behind him yeah he's looking over he's watching at, michael phelps at the grass being greener on the other lane yeah he was so worried about michael phelps winning that he he wasn't focused on his own success and michael phelps won the race and what was that man's name we don't know because michael <laughs> phelps won <laughs> but it's that you know Stu cadiddlehopper <laughs> What from was Norway. The, what was the guy on um, American Idol? Remember there were like two co-hosts? You're asking me American Idol questions? No, like back in the day before Ryan Seacrest was Ryan Seacrest, there were two hosts of American Idol. And one of them was like Bobby Cadiddlehopper and then Ryan Seacrest. I have no idea what you're talking Nobody about. Nobody knows who the co-host yeah, was. Everyone has forgotten, including me, who the other host was. I bet it was the same guy that was racing against Michael uh, Phelps. It probably was him. I think it was. That so, poor guy. So we we run the risk of following, we, we have the opportunity to follow two paths. One is resentment and envy at someone else's success. And the other is inspiration of other people's <laughs> success. Wow. Wow, you can be an inspiration champion. 
<laughs> Overenunciation is terrible, but Don't I think it's funny. I know why we're pronouncing everything that um, way, but that's what we're doing. But we, we can follow two paths, one of envy and then we, we feel cemented in 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 quicksand uh, and we, we, we are uninspired by other people's success or we can be inspired and maybe follow a path and go, what did they do to make that happen and what can I do to make that happen also? Yeah, one of the big things for me that has helped was is acknowledging my envy when I feel it and rather than letting it um, eat me up inside and feed me, it's I, I recognize that I'm being jealous and instead of just you know, letting those feelings make me angry. Um, I I try and let that envy inspire me. And I try and look at what the other person has done, like to a point, you know, I, I, to the point where I don't wallow in it, but realize that if somebody else can do this, there must be a way that they did it. And if they can do it, then I probably can too. And there, and you know, I like to think of myself as a relatively smart person. I can figure this out, and I can do it too. Well, and also, aside from that, we can be envious of someone, and we see it on the surface, and it keeps us stuck in place. And the question one might want to ask oneself is, are you willing to do the work it would take to achieve that same goal. And that is something that I think on, no. the, on the surface. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we still, I'm yeah. not naming names. I'm looking at Donald right now and I'm looking at myself. There are times when we get stuck in envy of oh, someone yeah. else's. Let's just name Look, them I'm off. Not, I'm not saying I'm cured. You know, I very recently, you know, was, I, I was basically inconsolable about not owning a home at my age. And, you know, had to examine the fact that, you know, there's nothing I can do about what has happened before and just moving forward and making it happen now is is the, the healthy mindset path to doing this. Well, and yeah, I mean, f- wallowing in regret of action that you haven't taken in the past, gosh, if I had only gotten that degree, gosh, if I had only started saving when I was 20, you know, all of that is, it can be poisonous to your future if you just wallow on what you didn't achieve in the past. Um, I am not a concert pianist, mostly because I never took piano lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and being jealous of uh, Chopin and his talent uh, is not really very helpful because the guy got it done. Yeah. And That's what they always say about Chopin. The guy got the it guy done. The guy got it done. That's, <laughs> they, said they, like, they said it in Polish. At but. The, the Chopin gift shop at the Chopin <laughs> the Museum. The guy got it they, done. <laughs> they sell t-shirts that say the guy got it done. If you know how to say must be nice in Polish, let us let know. Let us know. We, <laughs> we actually really... do have a Polish friend who we could uh, consult on this. but uh, Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah. Um, but one of the important steps in this is don't forget to acknowledge what you do have. And... Don't, you know, in other words, count your blessings. There are things that that you have that are going to make somebody else jealous. And there are situations in your life that are going to be really hard that you have to deal with that others don't. But there are situations that they're dealing with that you don't have to. And so be mindful of the fact that of the advantages that you do have and the things that you've done. And just think about all of the things that you 
that you used to not have that you wanted. And think about the fact, what did you do to get those things? Um, you were capable of achieving those things, of setting a goal and going out and getting them. You know, whether whether it's a spouse, whether it's a particular job, um, you know, it could be a lot of things in your life that you set your sights on and you achieve that goal. So you are capable of achieving goals. Think about those things and how you did them and then turn that kind of, uh, you know, can-do attitude into weight loss. Well, and I, I also think aside from that, there is no scale that we we get on. There's no arbiter of the perfect life where, you know, it's like, okay, well, let's measure our, our ourselves against, uh, you know, Johnny Goodtime. Wait, what was his name? Johnny? Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Like, Johnny Bravo was a successful uh, musician in the 1970s. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, but we often go like, oh, gosh, they already have a house. Oh, they bought a Porsche. They did this. And it's not like, well, we've got to find out what their actual problem is. Like, what secret are they hiding? There's no scale that evens everything out in the world. There are some people who are very fortunate. There are some people who are less fortunate. And deciding for yourself what you're willing to do to achieve whatever goal you're set, you're, you have to set out, like all you're doing is competing against yourself. Michael Phelps is competing against Michael Phelps. He's not competing against... Johnny Dinglehopper? Johnny Bravo. (laughs) Wow. So just like the Brady Bunch saying, you've got to keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on dancing all through the night. (laughs) You've got to keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on doing it right. Doing it right. Yeah. Um, I worked in a Brady Bunch song into this episode. He did. I win. So thinking about, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, looking externally for your self-worth. When we look at other people, we're not living our authentic lives. Um, It breeds jealousy. It breeds guilt. It breeds resentment. And it breeds eating. And I did that for many, many years. Many, many years. So staying in your own lane, deciding that, you know, the only person that you're competing against is yourself of yesterday, of yourself of the last choice. What are you willing to do next? Instead of saying must be nice, ask yourself, how did that person achieve their weight loss goal? And You know, we recently recorded a three-part series on getting started on this, and, you know, you have the advantage. (laughs) Is this making me sound stuck up? You have the advantage of our experience of doing this. Like, you can listen to those episodes. Like, part of the reason we're doing this is so that um, we can let people know the things that have worked for us, and um, we're not keeping it a secret. You know, it's out there. Like, Ask yourself how do how have others achieved their goals, and can I do the same thing? And then come up with an actual plan. You know, I used to sit around all the time saying, "Oh, must be nice that this person can do this or that," without actually coming up with a plan, without actually taking any steps to achieve any kind of a weight loss goal, and it didn't get me anywhere. Well, and we did an episode uh, last year, almost a year ago today. Mm, uh, an episode, a year ago. A year ago. Called Gravity Inspiration Issues. Inspiration Champions. <laughs> uh, episode 21, Gravity Issues. We worry about what other people are doing, and we think that it affects um, – you know, the the circumstance we think is beyond our control. We can control our thoughts, 
our words, our choices, our actions, our reactions, and our future. And we cannot control other people's actions or choices. No, or we words, cannot. But we we tie them together. And once we start stepping back and really analyzing, like Donald said, what are we envious of? Like, really think think about that right now. Who are you envious of? Are you envious of us? Um, are you envious of your neighbor, of your colleague, of your best friend? from high school and then the question is what you know uh what are you willing to do to get what they have yeah Catherine has told this story before but she had a co-worker who used to run five miles before work every day and she used to say to herself must be nice and instead of actually like doing anything about it you know instead of actually like trying to run herself and you know Say to yourself, okay, I've got this coworker who's running five miles a day. Must be nice. Do Is that what I want to do? Is that actually like, do I want to be somebody who runs five miles every day? Right. So what I would do is I would stay up until 11 watching uh, Seinfeld. I would wake up barely at seven o'clock in the morning uh, and- Just giving yourself enough time to be 15 minutes late right. to work. But I would, <laughs> he would run five miles in the morning and I would- run to the croissant and donut shop yeah. and load up on two croissants and a coffee. And maybe, you know what they would do? They would give me a half a dozen donut holes. They'd, they'd put that in the bag. Mm. I didn't stop them. Uh, so I had time to run to the donut because shop. Because as we've established, one donut hole is not a unit of measurement. <laughs> no. Um, I would, uh, so I would be late to work and he would be late to work. He uh, would uh, get in five miles in the morning and I would get in 5,000 calories in the morning. And I never <laughs> saw it as, you know, gosh, what is he doing? Well, I think he's probably going to bed earlier. I think he's getting up earlier. I think he is, you know, setting out his clothing in the morning uh, and his shoes. He's setting an alarm and he's going for a run. And then he gets to work. And in in the time that I must be nice, I could have actually been taking action. So yeah, it's almost like we we believe in magic in some way that we believe that you know, people are just gifted these things in their lives. And we have to stop and ask ourselves, are we working hard enough? Am I working hard enough? Are you working hard enough? Like, do you really believe that you're doing what you need to do to achieve your weight loss goal? Well, and we've talked about the book Atomic Habits before, and James Clear talks about um, or I'll, I'll quote him, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. I voted for croissants and coffee, and my colleague voted for getting up early and getting in some exercise. And it is not an impossible goal, but what it does take, and and maybe if, if we're looking at this as what you can do, you're envious of someone, does it take them time? Does it take them an education? Do they need to learn how to do something? Does it take practice? Mm. Or does it take money? You know, like if someone belongs to Equinox Gym, okay, well, that takes some money and that takes some time. Um, it doesn't take an education. You just need to, you know, invest your time in it. So deciding what- Welcome to our new sponsor, Equinox Gym. <laughs> um, so what time are you willing to invest in whatever goal you have? Um, does it take an education? Do you need to read about it? Do you need to learn how to do the thing? Um, it doesn't take practice like our good friend, Chopin. What did we say was his... Uh, <laughs> that guy got it done. That guy got it done. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, you know, do you need to take lessons? Do you need to work with a professional to teach you how to do it? Are there books or podcasts you can listen to to better educate yourself on something? And stop over-glorifying others. I think that's something that we all do, or at least I know I do, is that I put people on a pedestal and think that they've got some magic tricks up their sleeves, um, you know, that they're doing some weird trick that they've got a blessed life, that they've got a, you know, a cloud with a silver lining following them around, because that's a thing people say. Um, And I, instead of that, just realize, look, we're all people and that we're all capable of of the same things. And um, we just have to figure out a plan and a way to achieve these things. And um, in terms of weight loss, like, it really is can be as simple as calories in versus calories out. And I know that's not everybody's bag, but that is what has worked for me. Well, and if you see someone, you know, who is really physically fit, the question you ask yourself instead of must be nice, which is not a question, is am I willing to do the work that it would take to do that? If I see someone with six-pack abs, what does that take? That takes eating at a giant deficit, getting your body weight uh, fat uh, percentage down to 19%. It takes being in the gym for three hours a day. It takes, you know, eating 1,400 calories a day. Um, Ask me if I'm willing to do that. Are you willing to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I've I've really, I know this may sound like a joke, but I have had to come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to be an underwear model. And, you know, there's this sort of, this idea in the back of my mind, or there was that, you know, I could get to a perfect body that I could have whatever a perfect body was. And that just isn't going to happen uh, for me. I'm not willing to put in that amount of work. And I think most of us really aren't. And so instead of trying to achieve a perfect body, I try to set my sights on what is the best body I can have and still live a good life. I'm sort of paraphrasing from Yanni Friedhoff's book right now, but um, basically, you know, without doing all of the things Catherine just said, what what kind of realistic weight loss goal can I have and still be healthy and happy? Yeah, because there are there's actually a relief that comes from making a choice. Am I willing to do the work? No, I am not. Okay, so then it's not an issue. Yeah. Like it is it, if if I don't, you know, if if someone you know buys a $70,000 car, am I willing to spend $70,000 on a car and am I willing to forego uh putting a down payment on a house to buy a Tesla? No, no I, am I am not. not. Okay, so then it's not an issue. And it takes practice to let go of that envy. If you have a colleague who works from home and seems to have the perfect life, if you have a colleague whose kids are doing great in school, if, you know, whatever you're looking for in someone else, instead of focusing on what they are doing, focus on what you are willing to compromise for yourself, push yourself a little bit harder, level up, take control, um, get the resources, get the support feels so much better to feel like you have a plan for yourself. Yeah. And also it feels good to go, you know what? I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to compromise all these other things for for doing that. We actually have a friend uh, who used to travel the globe to see a rock and roll band. And I would ask her how she would do that. And she'd be like, ah, you know, I just cut back on the Starbucks, you know, not a big, I'm going, <laughs> okay, I don't know how you're making it. Uh, happen. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I believe you. Skipping your $4 Starbucks is not, is not how you're affording it. Getting you to Tokyo. But like, I would just be envious of that and, uh, and go. And now I ask myself, 
Am I willing to not ever go out anywhere? Am I willing to cut cable? Am I willing to cut whatever to uh, to save all my money to travel? Nah, that's not the priority right now. So uh, so deciding it's not a priority actually feels good. Yeah, like we're, we're basically saying run your own race or stay in your own lane um, if you're Michael Phelps and you're swimming uh, and you're not running. Eat your own frog. Eat your own frog. Um, and focus on, rather than trying to... Um, outdo others try and focus on connecting with people on on being happy for others success and also learning from other people's success and taking that in and figuring out how you can use the lessons that they learned to achieve your own success well and i think authentically being happy for other people's success is a practice because i used to be jealous of other people who lost the weight saved the money bought the thing traveled the world and i'm actually you know i've talked about it before i was overworked, underpaid, underappreciated, victim, victim, victim for so many years. And I genuinely feel joy for other people now who are able to travel, who have lost weight, who have started running marathons, um, who have changed their lives. I don't you know, and, and, you know, I within reason, I still am like, oh, gosh, the, you know, that must be nice. Yeah, um, our friends and our loved ones' success is also our success. We're all on the same on the same team. And if they can, if they can win, then we all win. And changing my mindset around to to that point of view has been extremely helpful in improving my outlook on on weight loss and many other things and just generally improving my happiness. So practice generosity, even if it doesn't feel right, even if you are jealous that your sister bought a new condo or your sister lost a bunch of weight, just before you say anything, just think that is amazing. Congratulations. Just practice saying that because after a while, you'll actually feel it. Like I want everyone around me to be successful. I don't want to be at, you know, at the top of my game with everyone else below me. I want people around me to succeed because they lift me up. And the opposite of that is avoid people who wallow in negativity and envy and jealousy yeah, because that sure. is contagious. And I know I used to do that. I'd, you know, go out with colleagues at lunchtime and grouse about our boss or grouse about someone else's success instead of building one another up and challenging one another to be better it feels so much better to be like all right what are you willing to do what are you willing to get done like let's go for a walk let's get it done let's practice for the 5k like building yourself up toward better things feels so much better than just wallowing in must be nice soup yeah, it can be really hard thing to do, one of the hardest things to do, but cutting the people, the jobs, the beliefs out of your life that are holding you back, that are keeping you unhealthy, that are making you feel small, cutting those things out can be huge. And, you know, we have an online accountability group that Catherine runs, and, you know, I like to think that it is a group of people who are all trying to connect with one another and learn from one another, and we raise the, uh, what is the saying about, you know, a uh, rising tide raises all boats or something like that? I think I screwed it up. But, no, I like it. Um, I'd like to think that we're all trying to raise that tide at the same time and bring all of our boats up at the same time. And so finding an online accountability group, if you can't do it in you know, your face-to-face -face personal relationships, can go a long way. Um, try and surround yourself with people who are trying to achieve similar goals as you. 
and it can really be helpful in uh, keeping you on track. And two, if you are in a position, and, and I definitely do this, you know, they say comparison is the thief of joy, oh, which yeah. I'm really shocked that it took us this long in the podcast to uh, to. I know, that's one of my favorite sayings too. But there are people who are in the weight loss industry, who have podcasts, who have uh, very successful businesses, um, and I find some of them to be a source of inspiration, and others I'm a little bit jealous of, and it is not... I'm a little bit jealous. (laughs) She's a little bit rock and roll. Um, But... That was a Donnie and Marie this, timely reference. I've actually spilled lemonade on Donnie Osmond. I will tell you about it in another episode. I am married to the woman who spilled lemonade on Donnie Osmond. <laughs> I did. Um, you should be jealous of my success. You should say, must be nice. Must be nice. Uh, and, um, okay, and now I'm just thinking about Donnie Osmond. Uh, <laughs> my first Don. <laughs> I think we're all in one way or another never, always thinking about Donnie Osmond. I have Osmond. never spilled a lemonade on Donald Weigel, though. Donnie yeah. Osmond, yes. Donnie Weigel, not so much. Um, what was I talking Must about? Must be nice. Must be nice. Um, anyway, there are – if you find yourself constantly comparing yourself to someone else, whether it's a relative who seems to have a great life, uh, the, the PTA – a uh, council leader at your school who just seems to live the charmed life. If you keep exposing yourself to someone who just makes you feel bad about yourself or or who is not supportive of you, unfollow them. Unfollow Instagram accounts that make you feel like you're not enough. If if you're following someone who does ama- amazing meal prep and you just keep feeling bad for yourself because all you can do is microwave some locale mac and cheese, just unfollow people who make you feel less than. Follow the people who you feel like are in your uh, your atmosphere who build you up and want make you go to the next level but unfollow people who just make you feel like crud because i i have to do that like i don't there are some people i like but i had to unfollow them because uh i just kept must be nicing uh their account there's not a must be nice button on the facebook maybe it's just a green-eyed monster like donald said well hopefully this episode has been your cure for must be nice itis or at least it'll get you started down the right path so remember you can control your thoughts your words your choices your action and you can try again those are things you can control and deciding what time, what education, what practice, or what money you might need to put into a goal can help you feel in control of your future instead of just seeing it as an amorphous must be nice. I think that is a great way to wrap up and to move on to the product of the week. Pow! Pow! Product of the week to you, product darling. Product of the week to you. Thank you. Thanks. I was trying to put some emphasis on it. So, so uh, okay. this week's product of the week is let's make art.com. Let's make art. So we Now, how does that have anything to do with weight loss? That's what I'm saying. Well, we have talked before about idle time and idle hands being uh, the donuts playground. Idle hands <laughs> lead to devil's food cake. <laughs> um, but we've talked before about, you know, 
I'm not bored all that often. Um, I feel like I've always got something going on. But for for those who want some time for themselves, who uh, might have some downtime in the evening, maybe the family's out of the house, maybe you're on your own. Yeah. And you want to invest in yourself. Instead um, of that Gina Tay bubble bath, this might be an alternative. <laughs> it was a Calgon bu- bubble bath, Gina Tay after bath splash. Oh, sorry. I used to buy that for my mom. I knew I was doing Mother's those Day. in the wrong order. That's actually what Gina Tay. It was yeah. so continental. I know. Um, but we've talked before about being- Product of the week, Gina Tay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've talked about being bored or watching TV and people usually go to evening snacks or they don't have anything to do. Um, I found on the Facebooks um, a- I've heard of the Facebooks. An ad for letsmakeart.com. And it is a, it's sort of like a paint your a paint by numbers art kit um, with watercolors where you can pick one of 30 different art uh, pieces, watercolor pieces to do. Maybe wow, a cute 30, fox. that's a lot. Maybe a cute fox. Maybe uh, an elephant sprouting a rainbow out of its mouth or a field oh, of that peonies. Or uh, um, there are a ton of different uh, paint-by-number uh, pieces that you can buy and basically it's a kit that has a couple of pieces watercolor paper it has the necessary uh, colors of watercolor that you need to perform the art it comes with uh, a step-by-step sort of instruction piece and then it also uh, has a corresponding video online that you can watch and follow the creator along with three or four other people who are making the art at the same time so for me i bought a an orange blossom orange uh thing we pronounce that l'orange yeah uh so it comes with a step by step because you're an inspiration champion um so it comes with uh all the pieces that you need to create the art it and then it has like an hour and a half video online where you can do it so i've actually in my downtime instead of eating uh secret food i sit down with the video and my art supplies and uh, learn how to paint. So it is, it's sort of like, I don't know if I just had a watercolor kit, if I would know what to paint. Yeah. So it's nice to have sort of an instruction step-by-step of uh, technique and methods uh, to follow along. And so I've been doing that for the last uh, you know couple of weeks. Every time I have a little bit of downtime, I practice. Um, and it is a great way to find out if art is something that you're interested in. I know we've talked about you know taking a class or learning a new skill. And for some people, if you can't leave the house, or if you're not up for taking a class, this is a low-cost way. I think each kit is like $15 uh, to to buy the, the kit. That's a bargain. Yeah, and I think you need to buy the brushes separately, which you could do at your local Joann's uh, or buy on Amazon. Michael's, um, Michael's, Amazon. They sell them on the Let's Make Art uh, website as well, which I did. But, uh, but now I have the tools, and it's been fun to uh, get out of my head a little bit practice some art, follow along online with other people learning how to do art also. And uh, so that that is my, my my product of the week is... Let's make art.com. Let's make art.com. And that's your product of the week. Pow! Pow! Product of the week to you. Product of the week to you. And the, the great part about it, I'm finishing up, is that they say <laughs> that there's... There's, this there's, is a coda there, to the product the, of the week. The professional artist who has come up with the plan actually says at the beginning, there's no right way to do it. Don't compare your art to anyone else's. Just enjoy the process. Because comparison is the thief of joy. It's the thief of frogs. And what does Chopin say? 
Uh, he's the guy who got it done. Uh, he's something. the guy that got it. I already it. forgot exactly what it was. <laughs> we'll go back. We'll, uh, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll wordsmith it later. Yeah. Um, speaking of wordsmith it and having the tools, uh, if you would like to have the tools for weight loss, one of the things you can do is listen to this podcast. They just did it. You can subscribe uh, wherever you found this podcast, and you can also find us at weonlylookthin.com. And speaking of weonlylookthin.com, uh, I think last week... Our episode didn't launch when it was supposed to. And you can always find our podcast on We Only Look Thin. Yeah, it was iTunes. There was like some glitch with iTunes. Everything else was fine. Android was fine. But so if you're ever in a position where you're like, oh, they didn't put out a podcast, maybe they're it was, done. It was posted and it was up, but it wasn't showing up on iTunes for some reason. So you can always go to WeOnlyLookThin.com and we post there. We're, we're generally a couple of episodes ahead of the game. So, uh, so if you don't see it, do not fear. Do not give up. Do not yeah. think that we're done because uh, it is on our website. Yeah. Monday morning slash Sunday night at midnight Eastern, uh, we always put it up. Yeah. So you can find us on our website. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook at... And on Twitter at We Only Look Thin. Uh, you can also email us at We Only Look... Not at, but email us at We Only Look Thin at gmail.com. And we do answer questions. Yeah, so uh, so thank you so much for listening. Um, I would love for each of you to swim in your own lane, to eat frogs, uh, and to <laughs> <laughs> eat them first, and uh, and to just invest in yourself and use that envy, use that uh, admiration for someone else to your own will and to your own success because there's not a finite amount let's say no. that's not a not finite, a finite amount, amount of success, success and pump world. up the volume pump up the volume for, for some, some reason, reason. <laughs> <laughs> we have one shtick and yeah. we are sticking to it so uh see that was funny that was funny that was funny so uh so whether or not you think the grass is greener on the other side just remember that donald and i are an inspiration on and on and on to the break break of dawn the information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only the hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.